villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind. On WJBE. Hello, my friends. I'm about to begin. You're tuned in to Talking with T, where we chatter about what matters on the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm delighted to host the show with a flow that keeps you in the know. It's March 2nd, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mate's late famous children's author, Dr. Seuss, rock star Bon Jovi, rapper Method Man, and famed computer scientist Mark Dean, who, by the way, now resides here in Knoxville, Tennessee. On this date in 1962, Wilt Chamberlain scored 100 points in a single game. Thomas Hitman Hearns wins the vacant USBA welterweight title and becomes the first black to win boxing titles in five different weight classes. Nelson Mandela was elected deputy president of the African National Congress. And on this date in 1867, Howard University was founded. The month of March is recognized as Multiple Sclerosis Awareness Month, National Athletic Training Month, National Caffeine Awareness Month, National Brain Injury Awareness Month, National Cheerleading Safety Month, National Craft Month, National Social Work Month, and much more. The month of March is also recognized as National Women's History Month. So here's to strong women everywhere. May we know them, may we be them, may we raise them. Each week, we will highlight a bit of history as we are saddened by the recent loss of hidden figure Katherine Johnson, who passed this past Monday at the age of 101. Let us highlight her contribution to history. Ms. Johnson was a part of a small group of African-American women mathematicians who did work for NASA in 1966. Without the fancy technologies of today, Ms. Johnson calculated the precise trajectories that would let Apollo 11 land on the moon in 1969 and, after Neil Armstrong's history-making moonwalk, let it return to Earth. She worked for NASA's Flight Research Division for 33 years and has been an inspiration to us all. Well, it's a new month and it's time for a new theme. The theme for March is Spring Forward. You are encouraged to take the next step. You are encouraged to make progress, no matter how small the step, move forward. Sometimes, in order to move forward, you have to let go of things behind you. Those things that are weighing down your movement and stopping you from reaching your future. Spring forward, my friends, and step toward success. Dr. Martin Luther King said, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Remember that I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. I also look forward to celebrating T's top teens 
and hometown heroes. Help me celebrate these people making good choices, doing good work, and contributing to our community. Be sure to subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news, and find out what we're talking about. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track. It's trending news and hot topics. I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can. I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can. And if that's not enough, what can I say, what can I do? Cause I've been loving you the best way I know how to. Matter of fact, you are the only one that I can truly say I gave my best. You woke me up and you showed me how to keep selflessly I gave up my love But now that I'm giving my best, it's not enough, no, no I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can Now if that's not enough, what can I say, what can I do? Cause I've been loving you best way I know how to Now it's become training Tell me what more do you need I'm trying my best to Keep you happy here with me And my heart is working Overtime just to prove to you That I'm all in But it's still not I've been loving you the best I can The best I can I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can Now if that's not enough, what can I say, what can I do? Cause I've been loving you the best way I know how to Who gon' blanket me from the code? Inspire me with stories just yet to be told Give me something I can hold on to Cause the view from here See it ain't what it used to be Got me doing things I don't usually do In the name of love, the closer we got See the more that we lost touch Test the time, show me what it's made of It's like you brought some but forgot the rest And that's the hard part for me to digest I know this love thing is a process And while relations with your father They wasn't the best I can't blame him for all of this mess If that's a soft spot, I apologize in advance, plays your favorite song cause I know you let it dance, but I played myself thinking I could be your man, that I could be your man. I've been loving you the best I can, the best, I the best that I can, I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can, well, if that's not enough, what can I say, what can, can I say, what can I do, cause I've been loving you the best way I Welcome back to Talking with Tea, Spilling the Tea. Are you ready for this? Let's turn our attention to a few of Tea's tidbits. I'll start with some happy highlights. As we are celebrating Women's History Month, Compton native Lashara Nolan has become the first black woman elected as Harvard Medical School's class president. Lashara is an activist and Fulbright scholar, Please take a moment and read more about her amazing journey as the daughter of a single teen parent through the link on TalkingWithT.com. I also read where a team of black doctors joined together to open the first black-owned urgent care facility in the south side of Chicago. Premier Health Urgent Care 
looks to reduce the lack of access to adequate health services. Their clinic accepts many major types of insurance and offers services at a fraction of the cost of hospital-affiliated urgent care or emergency rooms. Many times, individuals go straight to the local hospitals for basic health services, which often can be the most expensive and most inefficient way of delivering health care. And for other tidbits, ahead of Bernie Sanders' presidential campaign rally in Los Angeles this past Sunday, rapper Flavor Flav has issued a cease and desist order to the presidential candidate. According to Yahoo Entertainment, Flavor Flav felt it was necessary to take this action after Chuck D, fellow co-creator of the iconic hip-hop group Public Enemy, endorsed Sanders and said he saw the likeness of the group's name on campaign materials. Former Baltimore Mayor Catherine Pugh was sentenced to three years in federal prison over federal fraud, tax, and conspiracy charges. In November, Pugh pleaded guilty to the charges stemming from an allegedly fraudulent scheme involving the sales of her self-published children's book, Healthy Holly. We recently learned of the death of Tyler Perry's nephew who was in prison. Perry said he had had high hopes for his nephew, Gavin Porter, once he did his time. Porter, age 26, was found dead in his cell, and prison officials said that he hung himself with a bedsheet while in solitary confinement. Tyler Perry released a statement on social media thanking fans and friends for thoughts and prayers. He also shared why his nephew was in prison. He said that a few years ago, his nephew had shot his biological father and killed him over a senseless argument. Perry went on to say that the murder shook their entire family to its core. He had hoped to help his nephew get back on his feet after he served his time. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. It's now time for us to review trending news and hot topics. And today I have none other than the know-it-all Professor Jay and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. We're going to start with a tragic story that was circulating around about an Alabama pastor who shot his wife at church and then killed himself. I read the article in ChristianPost.com. And at first I was thinking, is this legit? So I checked some other articles, and it seems like this really happened. Elder Ulysses Woodard shot his wife, prophetess Alicia Woodard, after she had just finished preaching this past Friday night at True Cornerstone Church in Mobile, Alabama. It was the second evening of the 2020 Women of God Through Promise Conference, and there were reports of gunfire. A woman was found shot. The suspect fled, chased by the police. As they closed in, he shot and killed himself. So uh, to my understanding, his wife is still recovering from her gunshot wound. And people who knew them say they never saw it coming. But y'all know me. I did a little more digging about uh, the good pastor and his wife. And I learned that they both led the True Word of Deliverance Church of God in Pritchard, Alabama. And for about two weeks, they had been estranged. So I don't know if that had something to do with it. or I don't know the nature of their separation, and why he snapped, but more importantly, why he chose that time and place to do that. 
I know. That's a tragic story nonetheless, and I agree uh, from what I was reading as well as I was researching. Uh, you're right. Sources say that they were estranged within the past couple of weeks. However, one person uh, even commented on social media that perhaps since she had preached such a powerful message that night, he might have been a little jealous even uh, of the fact that she had delivered such an empowering word to the people. And that just caused him to go completely left, and here we are with this tragic story nonetheless. Right, and we'll never know the full detail of why he did it, being that he is no longer with us, um, because I read that they were trying to reach out to her, but she was in no condition to talk about it at the moment. So it's just it's just crazy. And in the house of in the house of the Lord, that's what makes it even worse. Right. That's what I was thinking. You know, whatever they were going through, why did he choose that particular time to act out his frustrations? Or what about that made him snap? Like you said, was it the fact that she had just delivered that message? And I don't know what was in the message. But again, it is a tragedy. So speaking of that, speaking of tragedies, we learned this past week about an employee who opened fire this past Wednesday at one of the nation's largest breweries in Milwaukee, killing five fellow workers before taking his own life. Police identified the shooter as Anthony Farrell, age 51. He had worked as an electrician for more than 20 years, and about 17 of those years at Molson Cures where all of this went down. Now, we would never, ever, under any circumstance, condone this type of violence. He killed these men. They were fathers, sons, brothers, friends. But something had to make him totally snap. Because I'm thinking, how do you work 17 years for a company with these men and then just lose it? The report says he had been involved in a long-running dispute with a co-worker that had boiled over before he came back with two guns and started shooting. And again, just like with the pastor, what makes you choose that time, that location? What was so serious that you not only killed them, but killed yourself as well? Like, this was crazy to me. I know, and that, that's, that's the question. You know, why would you do that? Why would you take your coworkers out who, as you said, were husbands, who were fathers over a disagreement? I would not think, you know, that I get along with all of my coworkers every day, but nothing is that serious that would completely make you want to snap to just take, you know, all of them out. Just that And yourself. And yourself. Yeah, that's true. But I dug deep and deep into the story mm-hmm. and, and found out that the people that he he killed were the ones that were doing racist things to him. They had hung a noose in his locker, and he had reported it many, many, many times about these people. Because they said he walked in and walked, you know, walked by people. I don't have a problem with you. I have a problem with you. And he distinctly went to the people that he had the issue with. And this is coming from people that I know in Milwaukee that, that know the inside. But, yeah, they had been doing some racist things to him, and he had filed paperwork and Everything. He went through the chain of command like they tell you to do. That's why you can't be messing with folks. You don't know when they break it for you. You don't know how they're going to handle it. Right. And that that speaks to, 
the whole HR, human resources side of it, if HR has not done anything to discipline those people, then clearly that's not an ideal place for not just him, but anybody else for that matter to work. It's a toxic work environment. So, wow, Pam, I think you're right. You never know someone's breaking point. And although to me it seems just over the top to take your own life over it, if he's been internalizing this and it's been bothering him and he, like you said, reported it, maybe he did just snap. Maybe it pushed him to a point. You know, we deal with racism all the time. You know, being black in America, you really can't avoid it. I'm fortunate maybe. I don't know what it's like to deal with it constantly. And in my work environment, I don't necessarily have to deal with it. But I can't imagine taking my own life and taking out others. That just lets you know how serious it is. And we still uh, obviously grieve over the loss of life, including his. And so this was a sad story and another mass shooting in America. And a lot of lives will be affected by this. Another viral story this past week involved an officer arresting a six-year-old girl. The link to this story is on our website as well as some of the other stories. But I don't care what the little girl did. In my opinion, there had to be other options. In the video, you can hear her begging not to be handcuffed. Please don't take me to the police car. In the police report, authorities said that police were responding to a report that the little six-year-old girl had, quote, battered three staff members by kicking and punching them at her school, the Lucius and Emma Nixon Academy in Orlando. The Orlando police officer, Dennis Turner, he was fired, and they said that he had arrested two six-year-olds actually in that same week. The grandmother of the little girl said she was getting help for her behavior issues believed to be caused by a sleeping disorder. But again, I don't understand why adults couldn't take down a six-year-old without calling the police to arrest her. Why not call her parents or even expel her if she's that much of an issue? As an educator, Jay, you know, we know the job is rough. But this type of trauma inflicted on a six-year-old is never necessary. I, I don't understand it at all. Right, and it was definitely heartbreaking to hear the uh, little girl begging not to be arrested and not to be, you know, put in restraints or whatever. And I agree. Surely there was an adult in the building who could have been able to, you know, restrain her without them having to call the police. She's six years old. And like you said, she wasn't the only six-year-old who was arrested. If you can't control a little six-year-old as an adult, then that speaks volumes. It's not as if we're dealing with teenagers here who have a little bit more strength, a little bit more force than a kindergartner or first grader to me. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's just just my presumption here. And from what I understand, uh, this particular school uh, was a charter school, if, if I read correctly. Schools, they have their own set of rules and regulations and how they handle discipline, uh, which can sometimes seem a little unconventional, uh, oftentimes enforcing zero-tolerance policies. And at the end of the day, the point is this was really an extreme measure, and this young girl will no doubt be scarred for life from this experience. I was thinking, Jay, maybe they're a little too fragile 
if their charge was battery of three adults. And I'm like, she's six. <laughs> How do you let a six-year-old batter you? Exactly. I don't, I don't know. Right. It seems like somebody in that school has a child or has had a child at the six-year-old mark. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure they didn't handle them like that. I mean, six-year-olds, I mean, I've had six-year-olds four times. They can be a little rough at times. It's not to the point where you have to handcuff them. Right. So I guess another topic for conversation is what else could they have done? Maybe they just need some guidance themselves in how to redirect a six-year-old if she's getting out of hand or if she is, I guess, kicking and punching. Is that what they said? Kicking and punching the staff Mm -hmm. members? What do you do? We've agreed we don't arrest them. So what can you do? Right. I'd be interested to hear what the listeners would would suggest. Mm -hmm. I would as well. Uh, When I posted this story on social media, one thing it seemed that everyone could agree on was that it was not handled properly. And, of course, by the officer being fired, I'm assuming that those powers that be didn't think he handled it properly as well. But let me say this. Somebody sat there and let him do it. Indeed. Yeah, I, I was looking around. I was like, now, where is the administration doing this? They had to to let him do it. Nobody stopped him. Well, they well, let's start with the fact that they called the police on the little girl. Yeah, like the police. Right, they are responding. They said to a report. So I I just think maybe some other people are at fault as well. Right, the fact that the police had to be called is extreme, in my opinion, in itself. And I still don't get why you just don't call the parents and say, hey, you don't have to come get your child. Because, you know, Jay, that's what we do. Exactly. Exactly. You're going to have to sit in the classroom with us or whatever. I'm not about to be getting kicked and punched by nobody's child. So come get them. And that's that. Take them home or maybe find them another school. Yeah. Hmm. Jay, we missed the long size. We had enough. <laughs> well, I got something else for you to side about. This is, I think, what land in the Crazy Chronicles, although it's actually kind of sad. A Florida woman who allegedly zipped her boyfriend in a suitcase and left him there to die was arrested this past Tuesday for his killing. So Sarah Boone, age 42, of Winter Park, faces a charge of second-degree murder in the death of George Torres, Jr. Boone said she was playing a game of hide-and-seek when she zipped him into a suitcase. Let's just, Jay, you might need to take notes here. All right, let me get my Because I'm already, yeah, get that, because this is her explaining what happened. Hide-and-seek, and she zips him in the suitcase, how is that hide and seek if you know where he is? Anyway, she said she thought it would be funny, and they allegedly had been drinking alcohol, clearly. She said she went upstairs and passed out while he's still in the suitcase. But come to find out, she said she woke up to her cell phone ringing multiple times, and she said that she realized he was still in the suitcase. She found him unresponsive. She called 911. Emergency responders came to the home and confirmed he had died. Now, the sheriff's office said that her statements have been, quote, inconsistent, and that on cell phone footage, 
he can be heard screaming for help in the suitcase, and she's laughing at him, saying, for everything you've done to me, F you. First of all, <laughs> I don't think she thought this through. I think she really thought she could get away with it with this story. But I wonder what he did that would make her trade her freedom for it. Maybe he was abusive. I don't know. But again, there surely had to be another way to handle the problem. And then how did he agree to get zipped up in a suitcase? That was going to be my question because you a grown man. Mm -hmm. What joy would you derive from being zipped up in a piece of luggage? What in the Fifty Shades of Grey is this? <laughs> that is so true. And plus, at some point, you have to agree to this because you're, like Jay said, you're a grown man. So you had to get in the suitcase and agree to her zipping you up. He should have been screaming before she zipped him up. They were playing a game of hide and seek, remember? I know we don't understand it. I'm just saying they were playing hide and seek. He got played because that's what she told him, but it was for him doing whatever he was doing to her. And where does one find luggage that big? Because I have a tendency to overpack. And <laughs> I just, I, 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 need, I need to know for my own travel purposes, where does one find a suitcase that is large enough to hold a grown man? Because I, 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 I don't, I, I, I don't want to pay the airlines because my bag weighs too much. Right. It's too much. Hashtag SSD. <laughs> That oh, <laughs> all right, listeners, you'll have to uh, call us in and message us privately so we can tell you what that means. So I guess that'll be it for this bit. Of course, as always, I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And, you know, I'm going to say it. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with thoughts or opinions on our talk line, that's 865-409-1170. Again, that's 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithT.com or through our social media outlets. Share some stories, spill some tea, or give feedback and opinions. If you didn't take advantage of early voting, make sure you get out and exercise your right to vote. Super Tuesday is your chance to be counted. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. When you make peace with your past, you can move forward to your future. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.